morning. And thank you for joining me this morning as we continue uh, our read through the Bible in a year plan. We've made our way uh, well into the book of Isaiah. We're, go we're going to look at chapters 45, 46, 47, and 48, four, four chapters today. And uh, our focus is going to come from the first eight verses of chapter 45. So uh, Isaiah uh, 45, I will say just a few words that uh, give you a bit of a uh, an overview uh, uh, of each chapter, and then come back and make uh, some comments about these eight verses. They're found in verse uh, uh, 45. We're introduced uh, uh, at the conclusion of chapter 44 to this uh, uh, historical figure, Cyrus, a, a Medo-Persian king uh, that is going to uh, be the king that uh, brings uh, Babylon uh, to its uh, to its end, uh, we see uh, this uh, played out and, and and prophesied also in the book of Daniel, and so uh, uh, hundreds of years before this particular king appears on the scene, uh, he is named by the prophet Isaiah, and so uh, we'll come back and make more comments about that uh, in just a moment. So uh, that that Babylon, remember, is going to be uh, the instrument, uh, the the rod that God uses to bring discipline uh, upon the nation of, uh, of Judah. Uh, they are a vile people. They're a violent people. They're pagan people. Uh, but yet God is going to use them uh, to, uh, uh, to discipline his, his chosen nation, uh, this nation of Judah. Remember, they are the surviving southern kingdom, uh, the northern kingdom having gone into exile in 722. And so God is going to use them as he pleases because he is God and he can use even wicked people, people more wicked than his own chosen people, uh, as the prophet Habakkuk will later note. Uh, but that Babylon is going to be uh, brought under judgment itself. Uh, we see that uh, uh, brought up in chapters 46 and 47, that uh, again, that uh, uh, Babylon's gods are not gods. Uh, they, there's only one true God. It's the God of Israel. Uh, there in 46, uh, there in verses 8, 9, and 10, uh, this proclamation uh, that God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, the covenant God of Israel, uh, He is uh, the one God and there's no one else like Him. He is actually the one that decrees all of history. And so that's a, a, a very interesting passage proclaiming uh, the sovereignty of God. And then chapter 48, uh, God has His purpose uh, and He is going to preserve uh, Israel. Uh, they are uh, they're ultimately going to glorify him even though uh, they are currently, as Isaiah would write, they are apostate. They will become far worse before they become better. Uh, but God is going to preserve them through all of these things. And so let's go back and uh, look at chapter 45. Let's read uh, the eight verses that I mentioned and we'll make some comments about them. Uh, Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have grasped to subdue nations before him, to loose the belts of kings, to open doors before him, that gates may not be closed. 
I will go before you and level the exalted places. I will break into pieces the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hordes in secret places that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who called you by your name. For the sake of my servant Jacob and Israel, my chosen, I call you by name. I name you though you do not know me. I am the Lord. There is no other besides me. There is no God. I equip you, though you do not know me, uh, that people may know from the rising of the sun, from the west, that there is uh, none besides me. I am the Lord. There is no other. I form the light and create darkness. I make well-being and create calamity. I am the Lord who does all of these things. So uh, the nation of Judah has not fallen to Babylon as of Isaiah's writing. That's going to be many years into the future. Uh, these uh, uh, assaults from Babylon will begin uh, as early uh, as 605. There's actually three deportations, uh, six, uh, 605, 598, I believe, and then the full collapse of Jerusalem in 586. Before all of that happens, God is naming through the prophet Isaiah a king that will supplant the king and the nation of Babylon. And so uh, what God wants to communicate, that he is the true God, he is the one that rules over all, and that all nations exist for the purpose of carrying out his ultimate will. And so he speaks of Cyrus as one that is chosen, that one uh, that's going to be anointed uh, by God. I think that's the only Gentile uh, that's mentioned in Scripture as being anointed uh, by God, but, but God has selected him. Now, I don't think that means that he uh, becomes a believer in the God of Israel, but simply that God has chosen to use him as a particular instrument to accomplish a particular purpose at a particular time. And it is to prove Again, that God is the God of gods. He is the God of all nations. He is the king of all kings. He rules over all. And he says it very clearly there in verse 5 that beside God there is no God. God, All gods pale in comparison to the one true God. All gods are false gods. They are no gods at all as compared to the one true God. And even though Cyrus does not know uh, this God intimately. Uh, uh, he will equip this king, Cyrus. And so uh, the prophet reiterates that it is God, uh, verses uh, 7, uh, or verse 7, that uh, he is indeed sovereign. He decrees uh, the end from the very from the very uh, beginning. He is the one that calls into being all things. He is the one that transcends the very course of history. And he does these things and he announces these things, particularly as it pertains uh, to uh, the rise and fall of kingdoms and the rise and fall of kings. He does this so that the world, so that the nations will know that indeed he is God, that Israel is his chosen people. And even though they're coming under his chastisement, he has a plan for their preservation and their deliverance, a deliverance that has the ultimate go of being the people in the place from whom he will raise up his son, Jesus Christ. And so I pray uh, that this is a blessing to your day. And I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow. <music>